welcome to the latest episode of The Rewind, where we rewind the latest in entertainment and pop culture news. Thank you for joining us this week. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. And there, as usual, there's so much to get to on this episode. What starts off as a slow week, all of a sudden it just speeds up and the news gods hit you all at once, Tammy. Um, starting off with some quick pop follow-ups. Uh, Dave Chappelle, he agreed to meet with some of the members of the LGBTQ community over uh, the Netflix, over his show and the whole scandal that broke out about that. Um, But he said he will not bend to anyone's, I forgot what he said, demands. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, he gets support from Caitlyn Jenner. So I don't know if that helps his cause or hurts his cause or... I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I mean, on one hand, yes, she is a trans woman. But on the other hand, it's like, it's Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) Does that make sense? It does. It does. I don't think it helps his cause because the real um, situation is um, how his comments affect the Black trans community. Um, seen as how they are the ones most affected by the violence to the trans community. So if he's, why would you be willing to meet them if you aren't really going to go there to actually listen and hopefully change your mindset of uh, or viewpoint of the trans community and what they go through on a daily basis? And And that's a waste of your time and a waste of their time. I agree. And again, it's not really the, and I guess, again, it goes back to that's where my whole problem with this is. Um, not defending Dave Chappelle, although I feel like in a way I am, but um, there was um, a murder of a Black trans woman in Miami um, shortly about, I guess, after we wrapped the last episode of The Rewind. And of course, you have the performative outrage about see Netflix, see what you've done. And I guess it was also something that I pointed out then. This has been happening, but they tried to use it as a a point to pound home. But you haven't heard anything about that that since. And then the people uh, who were leading the walkout at Netflix, they were like, well, ultimately, it's not about Dave Chappelle. Um, We don't want his show taken down. We want you to give to start a fund and give more give. more access to creatives and talent, transgender talent, which I'm okay with. So it's just, it seems like a lot of messages are being muddled in this whole thing. So um, ultimately, I hope it gets resolved. I hope it gets resolved for the better, but I'm with you. Um, More attention needs to be paid to what is happening to Black trans women and not just on a performative basis when it suits um, someone's, I guess, when someone needs to make a point about the horrors that trans women face. Um, So I guess that's where my outrage still lies in all of this, but we'll see what happens. Um, Moving on to other, I I don't even want to say his name, but someone is doing something on Fox News that says that. uh, (laughs) You're like, "Uh uh-uh, I have to. Let's move on to actual entertainment rather than the nonsense over there. Okay, but it, this is leading into something. So let me just get this out. You don't even have to comment on it. Um, that January 6th was a false flag event, which goes into um, 
the other thing that um, and how it's on this big platform of that new, I hate even calling it news, of that fake news channel, um, which goes into, have you heard that the other, one of the other biggest platforms for fake news, for fake news is rebranding itself and it's going meta. It's still Facebook. <laughs> how did you know that's what I was talking about? Like, how did you? I keep up on the news every once in a while. <laughs> but the way you said it was pretty much like the reaction of everyone. It's like, it's still the same name. And not only that, you're changing the corporate name or trying to rebrand the corporate name. But what else is changing? Like the, your flagship platform is still keeping its name. Um, are you changing any of the practices? Like every time a new doc, a new leak comes out or a new leak is exposed, it's like it's worse and it's worse and it's worse. And it's like you peel away the, uh, the layers on the onion and you hope to get to the root cause of the stink. But it's just so much there that you can't. Yeah, so I'm, it's still Facebook, but you know. And then, of course, leave it to a narcissist to choose the name Meta to, to rebrand your company and think that you're doing something great. But you're not stepping down. Nothing is really changing. So um, I'm with you. It, at the end of the day, it's still Facebook. If which... I was um, Mark Zuckerberg, I wouldn't change anything about my company either. Why? He makes millions of dollars every day based on this. It's just like Rupert Murdoch. Is it Rupert Murdoch? Who owns that place Fox, that we won't name? Oh, yeah, but he owns more. <laughs> he owns more than that. But Fox News is part of his media empire, and he refuses. Although, like technically, his family does not agree with the the um, ideas and the beliefs of Fox News. It makes him millions of dollars every year. So if it's making you all this money, um, perpetuating these false ideas. You know, and at the end of the day, you're going to look at it as an I'm just a businessman. I wouldn't change my concept either because ain't nobody truly turning their back on Facebook. You got some people that have gotten off of Facebook, but they still on Instagram. Instagram and Facebook is the same company. So I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't agree with him. But if I was Mark Zuckerberg and I was just being a businessman and just to make money, I wouldn't change anything about Facebook either. But even if you know what your company is doing is killing people spreading it face fox news is the same thing and 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 that is true and i have issues with that too and especially with that whole stupid i i want to call it a mockumentary because it's got to be a joke but But, um you got to look at it as in making money does fox news still make rupert murdoch a lot of money yes it does does Facebook still make Mark Zuckerberg a lot of money? Yes, it does. So the positive of them making a lot of money outweighs the negative. So yeah, if they want to give a part of their soul in order to continue to be as rich as they are, yeah, they're going to continue to run their company the way that they run it. Well, the difference between these two to me is, and you're absolutely right about uh, the whole drawing the line between Facebook and Instagram, especially. And that was one of the things that when Facebook brought out Instagram, I was just like, shit. Um, because I'm one of those people who I, I, 
I have I still have Facebook. I still have the account, but I rarely, if ever, never go on there. Um, and it's, it's just one of those things you tr- you got to reconcile, I guess. And of course, obviously, we use Instagram um, to help promote the 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 blog and the podcast and all of that. But Fox Faux News has the title of news behind it. And that I, I think to me, that is what is most disconcerting about whatever it is that they're doing over there. And many people said it is not news and that they should change the name from or take the news out of their title. Um, because with that, you're supposed to have some idea or some semblance of the truth. Facebook is a little differently because it is a little different that because it started off as a social media company and it doesn't purport itself to be news. But when they know, to me, the responsibility comes into them when they know that they are maliciously and purposely spreading lies. Like one of their employees started a, a fake account to see how the algorithm worked. And all they put on there is that they were a Christian woman um, who was a conservative. And they followed, I think, Trump and they followed Fox News. And then they started getting all of these suggestions to follow QAnon and all these conspiracy theory sites and, um, and, and profiles. And even though they never clicked on them, they just kept being inundated with all of that. So when you know something like that is wrong with your algorithm, then yes, I think you do have a responsibility to, to fix that. But if she were, if that person or that account would have clicked on that and would have chosen to follow that, then that's one thing, but to purposely try to inundate people with that, you know, I, I think he does. And you're not right. You know, the saying, what good does it do a man to gain the world if he, if he loses his soul? Um, you know, so money isn't evil. I guess it's just the love of money above all else that is evil. But yeah, so um, I've said it before and I will continue to say it. Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook are the devil. Um. Any other comments on that? No. You're like, no. Um, what else is going on? Oh, another follow-up. Uh, the former governor of New York, of New York State, Andrew Cuomo, is being charged with a misdemeanor sex crime. Um, and he could face prison time. Although I doubt it because he's never been convicted. He, he's not, he doesn't have a record. So um, if they follow through with the case... Um, then he'll probably get probation, I guess. Um, and Letitia James, the attorney general who whose investigation doomed his political career, she announced that she's running for governor. So, you know, and uh, we'll see if she wins that race. That should be interesting to see what happens with that. You're mighty quiet today. I don't have a comment on... Uh on that whole thing. I mean, you know, <laughs> Andrew Cuomo is Andrew Cuomo and Letitia James. Let's see how that turns out, seeing as how she's running after convicting the current governor. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, the NFL, I know you probably don't have a comment on this one, but they dropped their race norming uh, payment or concussion payout. Um, basically, they would pay Black players who filed lawsuit or who joined the lawsuit less. Um, than the white players for the same injuries because you know something about uh, eugenics and black brains and all of that shit. The racist uh, 
the racist algorithm that they were using to determine that bullshit. So um, again, the NFL and its issues, its myriad of issues. Um, but getting into new stuff, I know you're, were you ever a Lori Lachlan fan? Ah, no. Full house, yes. Um, actual actress, no. Uh, so you didn't keep up with her career really after. Well, what did she do besides those Hallmark movies and stuff? I, I feel know. like she's been on a primetime show, but I don't remember. But, I mean, you know, she married a rich man, so she ain't really had to work anyway. Yeah, and I think she, she did some Hallmark series that she got booted from um, when she got caught up in that scandal. Well, anyway, she's making her return to TV, and I believe it's back to Hallmark, isn't it? Um. I think so. I think the show is on Hallmark. Yes. Yeah. So she's returning to TV um, after, you know, serving her time. Um, and she's also agreeing or she's also paid the full four year tuition or full tuition for two kids to attend college um, to a four year college. And I guess, you know, she feels like that's restitution for not actually paying for her own two children to attend college. So, um, you know, I I don't have an opinion about that one way or the other. Um, yeah, she served her time. She has. Um, everybody deserves a second chance. Question mark, question mark, question mark, dot, dot, dot. Only people who actually understand what they did and are repentant of their actions. And I do not feel that Lori Loughlin, um has really, un- really understood what she did wrong. She's just mad at the fact that she got caught. Hmm. I and I think that's why I'm so ambivalent about it because I can't say I disagree with that like there's nothing that has she ever made a statement about it or like in the statements that I've heard the the little bit that's been said or it has been more or less like you said more aiming at the lines that she's sorry she got caught and she doesn't really she didn't at the time understand what this is why this was so wrong and then I don't even think she got to serve her full sentence or she served part of it because of COVID and, it, you know, so we'll see. Um, I know it was hard because they got kicked out of their country club or something. Um, sarcasm, air quotes, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and, you know, as I tell people, sometimes certain people are just destined to fill up in life, no matter what they do. Um, speaking of comebacks and a million, billion, 50, 11,000 infinite chances um have you heard about the john wick spinoff um with the hotel right yeah the continental that was based on the continental hotel um and all of its mysteries and i was kind of excited and interested to see how they were going to do that until um i heard who was top lining the series and who would that be mel gibson is it wrong if I say I still am going to watch it? <laughs> no, not at all. It, it's not. It, it, it's it's not. I Because I can't honestly say that I wouldn't watch an episode just to see. But again, why do they keep giving this man chance after chance after chance? Because he is a media genius. 
explain. I'm interested to hear your he's, take on that. He's really, he's a really good director. Um, he makes really, really good films. Um, personally, he's, you know, he's a very controversial person. Um, he has a lot of issues. He has been um, accused of um, domestic violence, abuse, verbal, you know, emotional, all of that. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like with all the other um, men who have gotten away with stuff and been able to come back over and over again is that um, he makes good movies. So does that excuse everything? It never excuses anything, but that doesn't take away from the fact of that we have very, very short attention spans and we're very, very forgiven because of the talent that the person has rather than who they are as a person. So we're going to forget that besides the domestic abuse, we're going to forget the misogyny, the racism, the homophobia, um, the anti-Semitism, all of that. I'm sure there's people who don't support him anymore, but as a whole, is Hollywood not anti-Semitic and racist and misogynistic and all that other stuff? We can't be naive about Hollywood and what Hollywood is able to is willing to forgive and brush under the rug and ignore as long as they're not called out. He continues to lose fans. He's not as big as he used to be. That is the reason why he has not fully been, you know, there. He's never been able to fully make a comeback to the level that he was at before all this stuff came out. But at the end of the day, no, his career is not dead. And that is how Hollywood works. Like, I'm very cynical about it. So that's how Hollywood works. And I don't expect that um, it's going to change. I'm not, I'm not naive about it. Um, but it, it just comes to a point when it is enough is enough. Because, again, this is, if this was maybe the first time or the second time, okay, maybe I could understand that. Like I just said, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Everyone deserves a second chance, but this is beyond his second chance. And every time you start to think, oh, he, uh, and it's like you said with Lori Lachlan, every time you start to think he understands, like, and, the, and these aren't things that just popped up as he's gotten older. It's not, oh, he's become this crazy batshit crazy old man there's always been this rumors uh surrounding Mel Gibson even when he was younger at the height of his career especially the anti-semitism and um you know some of the misogyny and all of that stuff so it's always been there so it, it seems like people have always excused it for what you said the talent and all of that and no one can deny the talent but I guess my thing is this how long before the other shoe jobs how long before he does something that's just that poisons this um this project and so I guess is it a change like is he truly the best part was he truly the best person for this job like and 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 that's the question I have because it, it, it's just one of those things where it's like yeah but how long is it gonna last like how long is he going how long before he does something to doom the project because you know it's coming. Like I just, I just know that it's coming. But yes, the curiosity in me, uh, my love of John Wick has me on the fence about whether or not to support this project. Because, like I said, once I heard um, it was being greenlit, I was really interested because um, the hotel, even though it is a thing, it's played such a big role in the entire series, and it's just like especially when you find out there are continental hotels all throughout the world and how 
their their role in the series. So I think it would be I think it's going to be a very interesting series, but I just can't say I would really love to talk to the producers or know what made Mel Gibson the best person to top line this series, especially given his toxic history and did, were there any guarantees that he wasn't going to Gibson it up? Yes, I just turned him into a verb because that's what he tends to do as of late um, whenever he has been giving, given these infinite chances. And also going back to the whole racism, would an actor of color get these, uh, being accused of the same things, get these infinite, infinite chances to continue to not show remorse for their horrible actions? Um, you want me to give you a perfect example? Sure. R. Kelly. Oh, God. <laughs> you want me to give you another perfect example? Yeah. Bill Cosby. Are they the rule or are they the exception? Huh? Oh, I'm not. They... Oh, no, no, no. You, t- you said. <laughs> I'm just giving you an example that you asked for. You are. I, I don't because I, I understand completely and I understand completely what you're saying. And I am not a supporter of Mel Gibson. I think it is horrible that they have casted him. I think it's horrible that they continue to every couple years bring him back into the limelight like he's trying to rejuvenate his career. Um, But at the same time, like, you know, R. Kelly did it for years. That is so true. And that, and, and again, <laughs> that is so true. And, and I it is the exception. I, like those, those two men that I named, they are the exception, right? Because majority of the time, no, that, that would not be the case. But you just asked for one. So I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> and I know. But, and you know what? You just Weinstein me. But Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I fully get it. I I, yeah. I understand what you're trying to say. I just think that um, every couple years, it's not every year, but every couple years, he tries to make a comeback. And I think what they do is what I said, that they ignore his personal issues and drama um, in order to focus on the talent that he brings to the table. Um, and as long as people continue to um, go watch, or, you know, there is going to continue to be a thing. Now, the crazy thing is that Keanu Reeves made this series a big deal. And I doubt that Keanu Reeves would have approved of the hiring of Mel Gibson. But yeah. Yeah. And that was something I thought about, too. And I'm like, and I, I couldn't remember if he's EPing. Like, I didn't, I was, I meant to look it up, but, you know, life happened. Um <laughs> And so maybe that's something we can add to the quick talk list to follow up, especially as we get closer to the premiere and hear more and more about the series. But I was like, I wonder how Keanu feels about this and if it if he was involved in the decision at all. And, you know, because they were saying that maybe, I guess, depending on what happens in John Wick 4, is it possible that Keanu might guest star on a series or, you know, there's also been talk about doing a John Wick prequel um, with the different actors showing like when he was actually in that life so I don't know but we'll see it's very interesting and then there's also a female spinoff um, trying uh, I guess in the works called the ballerina um, and Anna de Armas I guess fresh off of her kick-ass role what her five minutes in James Bond um, is in talks to top line that series so um, 
she was decent in James Bond. She was pretty good, but she's not my favorite actress. I don't know. Um, but oh, yeah, I I actually really like her because I just remember her in oh my god, what was the movie called? With the Daniel Craig. Yes. Oh. The god, one I where I, I know what I you're know. talking about. Yeah. Daniel okay. Craig, so that, so yeah. that one. Um, her basically playing um, one of the stars of it and um, she did very well against the big names that were also in the film with her and so I was excited when she became a Bond girl and so I would be excited to see what she did because the action the action um, she did very well with the action scenes um, for James Bond so if this is kind of like the same like the female version of John Wick I'd be excited to see where that goes yeah she now she did surprise me um, and with the action scenes in Bond and how she she carried herself, she did very well. Um, I just and I know the movie that you're talking about, and I can't. Um, we're both having brain farts right now, um, because you know there are going to be sequels on Netflix. Like Netflix broke the bank to make the to go in for these sequels. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. She's just she just hasn't been my favorite actress as of yet. But um, she now she this is a good actress. About acting though. Huh? <laughs> what you were like? <laughs> yeah. Let's be serious. Uh, Jane, uh, Knives Out. That that's the movie. Knives Out. Yeah. Um, but sh- yeah, John Wick movies are definitely not about acting. They're about the action and the blood and gore and the the headshots. Um, and but I am on a on a different note. Same note, different different key, I guess. Um, am excited to see a female centric version. Um, you know, I'm all about giving women more opportunities to pay, to play badass action heroes. So, um, you know, based on what I saw in Bond and if it keeps the same spirit or energy as John Wick, I think it should be, I think it should be a good series. And I'm, I'm interested to see the premise and what that's all about too. So, um, you know, and it's not official, but since, since you're getting more and more word and, they're get they're they're laying names. We could probably um, rest assured that she'll probably be leading that. Um, which you know, I, I'm going to be I'm going to leave my options open. I guess I, I'm not gonna make up my mind about her performance in that series and watch if and when we do a show. It I'll be like, I loved her. She was a great choice. That's just the way it goes. Um. So speaking of movies. Staying on that, uh, you heard about the Alec Baldwin um, and the Rust movie tragedy. He shot somebody. <laughs> you just sound so dry about it. I mean, I heard about it, but like, it was unsafe on set, and somebody died, and now he's like, "Oh, I feel so remorseful," and I reached out to the family, and I'm like. Uh huh. Are y'all gonna change the way that y'all work these movie sets now? Cut corners. People die when you cut corners. Yeah. Um. It was it was a tragedy. It and it brought back like you know that they talked about all the different times or the different that people have died. I did not know um, that they were actually still using live rounds and real weapons on movie sets. Or, and so, and that they weren't, um, 
I knew, and I guess I should say, I knew that they were doing, they, they still use blanks. So, but I thought that they were prop guns. And then, you know, I got schooled on that. Like a prop gun would be, a prop is anything that you take on set, whether it's real or not. So having a real actual gun, functioning working gun on a set would be considered to be a prop gun, but they can retrofit some of them where they can't take live rounds and they only take blanks. And so um, the more you hear about this movie and the more you hear about the protocols that they had on the movie set, um, it really, really, really was unsafe. And the assistant director who was in charge of all that, he had been released from another movie for uh, some similar incidences, not checking guns, guns going off for being unsafe. And so... um, the armorer says that when she gave him the gun, it didn't have live rounds in it. They don't know where the live rounds come, came from. Um, the sheriff's deputy said the set was riddled with live rounds. And it's just like, wow. And um, it, it's, a, it's just tragic. And I'm with you. They do need to change how they do it. And um, so people are like, well, it doesn't look the same. It doesn't sound the same. And I'm like, y'all can make us believe that you're traveling in space and make it look believable, but you can't make gunfire look and sound believable. Give me a break. Okay, so I'm going to disagree with you on this. <laughs> um, because like re- re- reading through it, they have tried to do the fake gunshots and everything like that. And it just doesn't look real. And movies get criticized for... Uh, the stuff that ultimately somebody catches on and knows is fake and then they get criticized for it I think what needs to really happen on movie sets is you need to follow all of the safety protocols that are put into place so things like this does not happen there are hundreds of movies that are made all the time where this tragedy does not happen and the reason why is because those movies and TV shows follow safety protocols now because you decided as a movie set that you were not going to follow safety protocols when it came to um your prop guns on set now it's everybody saying well y'all should just get rid of them completely i don't agree with that i don't agree that um they should be completely gotten rid of but i do agree that um they should really really focus on following safety protocols so it does not happen it's very very rare that it does happen it's a tragedy when it does um but there needs to be some type of realism now the whole actual because what i heard was that the one of the bullets got lodged in the gun they did not like it wasn't realized or because it wasn't checked completely that they didn't realize that the bullet and so when alec baldwin started to fire the gun one of the the real bullet that was lodged in the gun got fired. And that's what ultimately killed, um, I believe, a woman on set. Uh, so, yeah. I'm going to disagree with you on that, but, yeah. Her name was Helena Hutchins. And, um, you know, I, I don't believe they used real guns in the movie Extraction with Chris, uh, with Thor. I, Chris Hemsworth, I'm having a horrible name day. Um, they didn't really use real guns with um, Mayor of Easttown and they fired guns and that looked totally believable. Like I didn't know. So it, and again, we're dealing with 21st century technology. 
back in the 80s, early 90s, maybe even 10 years ago, yeah, it wouldn't have looked believable. But the more technology advances, the more you can make it sound and look believable. It's not impossible to do. Just like shooting Star Wars now in 2021 is not the same way as they did it in the 1970s, you know. So I understand why it would have been something that wasn't necessarily feasible, especially for reality purposes, maybe 10, even maybe even 5, 10, 15 years ago. But the more and more technology advances and movie making advances, they can find a way to make it look more believable. And also, yes, for those sets, because it's not going to be a sweeping change like that overnight. I'm not going to kid myself and say it is. But yes, for those movies that doesn't, that don't do this, they do need to follow all the safety protocols all the time. Not half the time, not some of the time. Don't be lazy and think or retrofit your real guns so that they only accept blanks. Blanks are still dangerous, yes but not as dangerous or lethal as an actual live round bullet. So there are ways to go around it. Ultimately, we agree on the same thing that they do need to make sure that they're following the safety protocols at all times and not rehire people who have a bad safety record on um, different sets. Like, I don't understand if this dude had a, was fired for not following safety protocols for having a bad safety pro a bad safety record. Why would you rehire them on a set? But again, it was an indie set. We know the budget is less. Um, you know, so it, yeah, it, it's just a, it's just a tragedy, and it, it and it kind of brings to light that this isn't the first time that it happened. It's probably it. It's not the first time that someone's died like this, but that it's not the first time that sets, especially on indie movies have not followed um, safety protocols and don't necessarily follow safety protocols because they don't have the budget always to do so or the people in place to make sure that it's done. So um, we will see, I guess we'll add that one to our watch and see list um, or our keep popping list. I don't know, what should we call that list? To be continued? I like watch and see. Oh, to be continued. Watch and see, to be continued. Um, so have you gotten into the new Batwoman yet? Ha! No. <laughs> you sounded kind of jokerish there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Um, I like it. Like I said, it, she's, she's made it her own, um, about halfway through last season or the last third of the season, rather. Um, it really... Once they resolve the whole Kate Kane issue and is she, isn't she, and they, they can't, they figure out what to do with that. Um, it really became Javisa, I can't say her name right, Javicia Leslie's show. And, and um, it's actually become pretty good and I liked it. But I am going to admit I was one of those who was surprised when Ruby Rose left. Um, and um, I did like Ruby Rose in that show. Um, as the lead, but um, it turns out there is a whole shit ton of drama um, going on behind the scenes when uh, Ruby Rose was indeed playing Batwoman. Can I sing um, my song? Yeah, go ahead. She's a bitch. That's my song. <laughs> I was waiting for. I was waiting for the melody and the. <laughs> nope. 
just that one sentence. That's the whole song. That's just just me repeating that she's a bitch. Do the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm having voice issues today, so I can't I can't harmonize with that or or do my my, my attempt at beatboxing. But um, yeah, you you start to think that yeah, like when you first heard about it, you know, it was like oh. And you really only heard her one side of the story. I, I guess she tried to play the game or tried to be nice and say, hey, you know, I hurt my back and, um, you know, whatever. And then, I don't know, just randomly out of nowhere last week, I don't know, maybe she got tired of people asking her to come back to the show. I don't know what it is, but she went on this whole tirade about how everyone at the show sucked and trying to say do do Grace Scott was sexually harassing people, called out WBTV, um, and you know it's something when they respond. And not many of the cast members had gotten back and forth, but Cameron Johnson, um, he plays now, he plays Batwing or Luke Fox, aka Batwing on the show. And he basically said, yeah, he couldn't take it anymore, so he was going to break his silence. And he just said, you know how he and he posed the question, do you actually know how hard it is for a lead of a show to get fired? And he was like, make no mistake about it, she got fired. And she's a bitch. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I wanna back it up. I wanna back it up to Brick House. <laughs> she's a bitch. Now <laughs> oh. <laughs> Y'all um, like y'all heard that, right? Eddie is encouraging my bad behavior. No, y'all heard that she's encouraging mine. Like <laughs> such a bad influence. Um, yeah. I I was just like, what the and you know, it it yeah. So I, I guess well, that's I just heard there were rumors. So like uh-huh. it's funny because every time like I learn something new about Hollywood, like you always tell me like yeah, there were always rumors. Like you, you've never heard of it. And I'm like, no, like I never hear about this stuff. But I did hear the rumors about her not being a nice person, um, of her being disrespectful, thinking she was more important than she actually was, um, making demands like she was top bill, like a top billing actress, and you are not. Um so ultimately, you coming out and saying all of this uh, stuff about, um, how do you say his name? Degree Scott? Degree Scott. Really? That's how you say his name? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> is uh, And then you find out, like, there have never been rumors of, you know, at any time on any of his other sets of him like you know acting a fool or anything like that so this is the first time that people are hearing about this and you're coming out and saying but how oh he was abusive to you verbally whatever whatever and yeah it finally comes out like no you were the problem on the set you were the problem you are the problem and because of all your nonsense your career is dead before it began like who else do we know who ended up like that? Um, gosh. Thought they were bigger than they, what they were, and now their career is poot. I'm sure there's a lot of them. Can't think. Can't Misha think right Barton. 
Huh? And it's hard. It's a shame that the ones that are coming to my mind are women, but they're the ones who get touted out more or put out there more than the men. But uh, Misha Barton is one that comes to mind. Yeah. So you know, um, yeah. So so Misha Barton. Um. Yep. That, that actually a really really. <laughs> that's a really really good example. Scott um, Eastwood, Clint Eastwood's son. Um. You know. Wait. See now, Eddie Dead gone it. I did not hear that one. Yeah, he he's a little bit of a a frat bro, which is kind of my way of saying a douche bro. Um, well, I mean that makes sense. That is Clint Clint Eastwood. <laughs> you know, um, plus not really having the greatest acting chops don't don't coincide with you having you are not your daddy. attitude. <laughs> um, but yeah, so and I. Yeah, when you when you say it, because Orange is the New Black is where she made her name a name for herself, and you know that was a groundbreaking series and all of that. Um, it was great, and when she was when I heard she was going to be the Batwoman, I was like, oh, okay, that's a good choice. She's actually bi or lesbian. Great, you know, they're not just giving it. It's not some performative thing. Um, you're not casting a straight woman to play the role. Okay, cool. She was part is the really fucked up part about it is she was actually good in the role like I enjoyed her as Kate Kane like she 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 was good in the role but um yeah you know so what she doesn't understand is I think when you are part of a less represented group um, there are standards that are set for you that does not apply to the majority, right? Which is white people. I'm just putting it out there. And so even though you are a white woman, you are a lesbian. So there are certain ways that you have to act. You have to present yourself because you know that this is a reflection of all lesbians. It's not just a reflection of her. And so, you know, you doing all this mess thinking that you were just a regular person really like building your career, like watch your attitude because it's not just you that you represent. And I know there's a lot of people that does not don't like to take that on. I get it. But whether you want to take it on or not, it still applies. And you took it, you know, and again, you took it on when you agreed to play like she's never been closeted about her sexuality. She's never hit or anything like that. But when you agree to play one of the first full on gay characters or LGBTQ characters mainstream on TV, especially in a superhero genre, just by having done that, you're, you're taking on that mantle, so to speak, you're carrying that. And so you know, her actions, not saying she has to be perfect. I'm not expecting perfection from anyone. We all have bad days. There are days when, you know, I'm sure if you'd ask someone about me, they might say, oh, she's a bit, okay, cool. You know, it may have been a bad day, but for every day to be a bad day, for you to make everyone's life on that set, just hell. For your co-stars, after you leave, no one can co-sign about, about what you're saying. To have the networks come out and very rarely do they come out and just do people, you know, usually it's like, oh, we'll hear from sources. No, they put their name on this shit. You know, it wasn't any trying, it wasn't any behind the scenes PR where they were trying to come back and make themselves look good, where you say, oh, there's smoke, there's fire. No, 
they actually themselves came out and said, bitch, who you playing with? Like, we got all the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> like, we tried to give you the opportunity, you know, kind of like the coach or whatever, when you've been fired, but they let you resign. They make they let you make your own statement seeming like it was your idea to go. They let yeah. her do that. At, they let her do that at first. Oh, it was my back. You know, I hurt my back and issues, ongoing issues. I won't be able to play the blah blah blah. Okay, you did you did that. But now, all, especially all this time later, so it seems like to me that maybe it came out of resentment that hey, the show didn't tank without you. You know, after you know, like I said, after a few speed bumps of the first season because it was pretty it really was like rebooting the show and finding its own finding its legs again when you have to replace an immensely popular character because she was popular in that role and you have to you have to replace an immensely popular character but you still have a story to tell and you have to find ways to integrate it so that first like I said the first half to one two-thirds of the season they were a bit bumpy but once it found its legs and its new identity, it's been really good. So that to me seems like, because like I said, it came out of left field, just like, what the fuck? Um, so maybe it's, it's that age old resentment, like you said, she thought she was bigger than what she was. And it's like, okay, fuck you. The show's not going to survive without me. And um, it has. And not only is it surviving, it seems to be thriving um, you know, then I, I, I'm just saying that's where it seems like this came from to me. It was just that typical type thing. So, um, but like you said, she's a bitch. <laughs> As I say, I teach you up. You don't leave me hanging on our collab. I got um, you. I got you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, speaking about coming out of left field, did you hear about Zane and Gigi? I did not until you mentioned it. Yeah, I didn't, girl, that story, and, and I know normally we don't just go for the gossip gossip, but, like, that shit, I'm a, I'm, I'm a Zayn Malik fan, I, I like his music, I know you've been a fan, well, some of his music, I know you've been a fan since, of him? Well, of One Direction, him, maybe, kind of. I was a secret fan of One Direction. I would not publicly claim them. Well, I guess I'm doing it now. I was about to say, I didn't mean to put your one D them out there. My bad. Yeah. I didn't didn't publicly um, claim them because, you know, I felt like they were not grown woman music. Um, But at the same time, like, I always heard that Zayn um, was just a bad fit for them because he wasn't willing to work with the group um so yeah it was like hit or miss for me like I liked some of his music and but I could take or leave him but yes but go ahead go ahead with the story yeah I'm, I'm with you like as a solo artist I like some of his music I think he needs to find his lane I have an idea of where that would be but you know no one's no one's paying me for the, that type of advice yet so I'm not going to give it away for free but <laughs> um I, I did kind of like him and Gigi Hadid together. They made a cute couple, even though, um, like you, like you said, there's always rumors. Besides him being a bad fit for One Direction, you just there were always rumors about him being a, not a head case. I don't want to say that. That's kind of an rude. asshole. Uh, yes. Ooh, that would be, what are we talking be... about? The bitches and the assholes today. I'm yeah, so sorry, the y'all. The bitches. 
hey, that's a good time with one where the bitches and the assholes rule the news. <laughs> Eddie, you are a headline genius. <laughs> All right. Well, we found a title for today's episode. <laughs> yeah. And I usually make it up after because I'm like, what did we talk about? But I need to write that one down. Okay. So back to this. So back to this particular a-hole. Um, he, so I've always heard that about him. And not to conflate the two things. Also, he's, he's been very candid about some of his mental health issues, depression, anxiety, and all of that. So I'm not saying one leads to the other. I'm not doing that at all. Um, but the asshole part. And I thought, oh, maybe Gigi Hadid had softened some of his edges. Like I said, I, I actually liked them. I thought they were a cute couple. I didn't stand them or anything. I didn't follow them. But I know, you know, that they had a baby. And I was thinking, oh, damn, that was probably one cute kid. Because they are very attractive people. But anyway, yesterday, um, I heard that, oh, they had broken up. And I'm like, oh, wow. And then part of it then that he might be charged or something for, they broke up after an argument he had with her mother. And I'm like, oh, that's sad. Then the next thing I know, I'm, I, I send it because I added it to the news list. And I'm like, okay. And then the next thing I know, I, I think I sent you that. And then I sent it like back to back. I'm like, damn, he's already been charged and copped a plea. Yeah. Because when because at first because when I was doing more research it was like when I saw I was like oh he might be charged he said you know family private matters should remain private he was adamantly denying that there was an argument then it came out that oh he may have struck her but within a series of hours this this one story had escalated from zero to like 100 real quick so it went from they broke up because of an argument that he had with her mother to him striking her mother to him denying any of that or saying he basically kind of confirmed the breakup just saying that private family issues should remain private and then from that to him to their the possibility of them considering pressing charges to that motherfucker has already copped the plea out on bail been assigned probation um he pled guilty to one and i think it was stalking and harassment or something like that so he pled guilty to one case um and then he copped a no contest plea to the others. And I think he's on like a year probation. And if he com- if he completes anger management, um, domestic violence courses and stays away from her mother, um, then within six months, his probation will be adjudicated, basically meaning that he'll just have to do the six months of probation. So yeah, I'm like, what? So I'm thinking they had probably already broken up and he went back to the house for something and got into a fight with her mom. I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot, huh? That I was just about to say, that is a lot, and like, I don't have an opinion. I just hope that she's okay, her mom's okay, and that, um, the kids okay, you know, once once they raise their hands, like, it's it's a wrap, like, it's done. So, um, you know, yeah, like, you got a kid with him, so you're probably gonna have to deal with him for the rest of your life, um. But other than that, you don't have to be with him. Yeah, I, I, yeah, um, yeah. Once, once, once you start putting hands, like you know, they, yeah. So it, it, it is a lot, and I'm with you. I, I just hope for everyone's safety and that she makes some smart choices about the future of that relationship. And like you say, 
Um, my advice would be find a way to co-parent, but yeah, y'all don't have to be together. So, um, speaking of music, segueing, the American Music Award nominations are out. Yay! Woo! So, <laughs> um, so the weekend the, the the AMAs did not make the same mistake that the Grammys made. Ooh, um, that's a dig. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Um, but they did the weekend and Olivia Rodrigo were the top nom um for for this year's AMAs. Um, did you get a chance to look at them to check out the nominations? <sighs> not uh, the whole I just focused on one. But um question. Hmm? Do you find Olivia's Rodrigo's voice to be a little annoying, or is it just me? Is it just me? Um, it depends on the song. I actually find her to be a little annoying, but on the same on the same token, I actually kind of like her music. So I have to if that if that answers the question, I have to be in the mood to listen to it. Um, I did like the song "Driver's License." I did like um, some of her other songs. Mostly the ones that made radio play, they're the one, they're the best songs on her album. Like I did not enjoy her album as a whole, like most people did. Um, there were songs that I could take or leave, and most of the time I left them. But yeah, it gets to be a bit much after a while. Okay, I I, I just want to put that out there, like not to say because I'm also like you. Like there are some songs that I do like, um, and then sometimes I get so annoyed I can't listen to her for a while. So yeah. But, yeah. you know, she's driven by, you know, the generation of today. So, you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, but I'm not hating on her success. I love her success. I love that she went from being a Disney star, did it her own way. You know, um, she 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 used that high school musical, the high school musical, the musical show to launch her career, her busted relationship with her co-star. Um, and she wrote some hella music like and. I guess maybe I would say Wait, early. Hold the phone. Who is she? Have you seen the show, The High School Musical, The Musical on Disney? Yeah, like Disney three episodes, Plus? and then I got sick of it and turned it off. But she was, was she the, like lead. the main lead. Was she the lead? She, yeah, she's the main lead. Oh, shit. And then I didn't that, know that. The, the dude who plays the main lead, her, her main lead co star, like in the show, mm-hmm. they, they were together. <gasps> and then they broke what? up. He cheated on her with Sabrina Carpenter, girl. <gasps> this is you all the what? And so the whole album is written about him. Like that, this is, you know. So oh my gosh, she, she did an Adele? And a Taylor, because you know Taylor Swift is oh, the yeah, queen yeah, of that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And Adele and a Taylor. You're right. Yeah. <gasps> so, oh, yeah. Shit. Good. You know what? You know what? I take back my previous statement. You go ahead, <laughs> Olivia. Yeah. So I, I give her. Pro- I give her props. I give her, she's a hell of a songwriter. Um, and, you know, for this to be her first album, it wasn't, it wasn't horrible. I, I just, was, I just didn't jump on the, oh, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard bandwagon. Like I it's said, not. there's some, yeah, it's not, but there are some good songs on there. And I, I you know, so it's like, oh, okay, I, I get you. So I look forward to seeing, you know, as she matures where her career goes and where it takes her and stuff like that. So, um, you know, and plus getting out of that Disney shell that they like to try to put you in, um, they're young stars, you know, uh, yeah, because, ooh, we ought to do a behind the scenes on what Disney was like, because that shit was toxic, but anyway, even though I love the fuck out of Mickey Mouse, um, 
So I know you're excited about Artist of the Year and our boys, BTS. Bonk, don, so you don't. I haven't said it in a while. And I know you, you really haven't. I was waiting for it. <laughs> um, BTS. Uh, they're up for Artist of the Year, which is great. Um, also, but there, it's a, this one is a tough, tough category. Like Ariana Grande, BTS. I mean, they're not going to win, but it's great to be nominated. Great. Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, and The Weeknd. Yeah, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Um, Look, they're not going to win. But like they always say, it's great to be nominated. All right. Uh, do you think they would win for... What else are they up for? Is that it? Pop duo that they've Pop won du- for the last two years? Yes. Okay. That one, yeah. Ooh. I think Silk Sonics might be their competition in that one. We'll see. I doubt it. And favorite pop song? There's some good ones. Ooh. They might give it to Driver's License, but I I, I love Butter. Like, it, it, it just gets me every time. Sweet like Butter. Okay, you know you knew it was coming. I did. You, that's you, why I paused. Oh, okay. Oh, look um, at you giving give me my segue. I know, right? I'm, I'm, I'm moving. Yes, I'm growing. I'm growing. Um, yeah. No, I'm actually really, really excited. First Asian artist to ever be nominated for Artist of the Year. Um, so once again, breaking those glass ceilings, baby. But um, yeah. Like it's really, really good. And then like to say they've been they put in their submission for the Grammys once again with Butter, which I'll be honest, I feel like Butter has a better chance than Dynamite did. Is it just me? Who feels that? No, I did too. I think Butter is I think it was I'm not gonna say it was a better song. It was a different song. But it, it it was more popular than Dynamite. I think everyone was thinking Dynamite was just that anomaly. Like, oh, okay. You know. And, and then, then they did it again. Yeah. And then Butter proved like, oh. Because I like the company, which they're leaving their record company, Columbia, and they're going to Universal Music. Um, they were with the Sony wing of Columbia, I believe. So they're moving to go to Universal Music. But even Columbia... Um, did more to pub butter than they did to pub dynamite. And so, you know, as far as getting it airplay and all of that kind of stuff. So I, I'm Well, that's thinking, because they had to prove themselves. Yeah. And so I, I but I agree. I think I, I'm thinking, I'm hoping um, that it does stand a better chance. Because even quite honestly, last year against the competition that it was up against and, and and given that it was a COVID year, we know there wasn't a lot of just, I'm not going to say great music, but we know there wasn't a lot of music just put forth. It was one of the better songs in that category that they were nominated for. So, um, you know, again, Taylor Swift performed as a tree at the Grammy. So that kind of tells you what type of year it was. I'm just saying, and I know that tree dress cost a hell of a lot of money, but <laughs> it was an ugly ass dress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll see. Um, but just looking at this year's AMAs, um, it's, it's some pretty good competition. Um, Giveon is up against Artist of the Year. He's a new Artist of the Year. I love Giveon. But he's up against Olivia Rodrigo and the Kid Leroy. Ooh, and Mast Wolf, Mast Wolf is up, new Artist of the Year. I know you like <gasps> him. I do like him. Yeah, so. 
Um, like Imagine I, I think, like my, one of my favorite songs ever is going on my top 10 list this year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's a plug. Stay tuned. We got the top 10 coming up, rounding out the year episodes and stuff. Um, yeah, so I, I'm looking forward. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch the AMAs. I'm, like, I'm with you. I'm kind of over award shows and all that kind of stuff. But we'll see. I'll probably just go back and watch the the performances or per usual, it'll probably be on on mute and with someone be like oh and I might send you the text like hey turn on the tv real quick but then you'll be like I'll catch it on YouTube yes as always as, as always. always um and <laughs> also I know there was speaking of music staying on the music tip before we wrap this up what's up with your girl Giselle from Espa mouthing words that she shouldn't be mouthing as it um and you know she's American or she was raised in America which makes it even worse because that means oh, you so do she, know. So she oh, knows you know that better. part. No, huh? I didn't know that part. I didn't. Yeah, know, I she, didn't know that she part. Was, she's she's American or she was raised in America. Um, she speak she speaks English. She's one of the English speakers of the group. So that means that you knew it was wrong to mouth that word. But what really pissed me off was it's not necessarily. Well, I, I am mad at the fact that she mouthed the word, but she got closer to the camera when she did it. Like, look, bitch, look face. what I'm about to say. And, um, but she was dragged for it and she did apologize. It sounded genuine, her apology. Um, so I'll take it. I'm sure she'll never do it again. Um, but remember, how, okay, so I've been talking to you about this for a while, right? On what Korea is going to learn is the negative of taking full advantage of the popularity of BTS and opening up your culture to Western influence which has not been the case for years, you know, has never, you know, not been the case at all as you, you know, want to dominate around the world. But we are starting to see the full negative aspects of your culture and you are being called out for all those negative aspects. And so one of those is the fact of their K-pop is huge on cultural appropriation as well as racism. And so now they have to figure out how to resolve these issues because they're becoming a big thing. And you're getting called out every single time by your international fans every time that you do it. When before, there wasn't enough people that paid attention that you could get called out where you have to apologize every single time, you know. So and that's across the board in the whole celebrity culture within Korea. So, yeah, and they becoming... BTS being as big as they are. And. You know, it's a it, it's it's a what they say it's a blessing is a curse. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Look at me quoting, just trying to be all philosophical today. Um, but in you're right, and I, we have talked about it before because as as shows as K dramas going to become more fucking Squid Game dominating the world, it passed the three it surpassed the three billion club uh three billion club for Netflix streams. It's bigger than Bridget in as far as list viewers. It's um, second week on on um, the Nielsen, they're even already talking about Emmy nominations for it and all this stuff. So as as your entertainment, pop culture and entertainment um, arms become more popular, people are going to start paying closer attention, especially as these multinational corporations um, like Facebook, um, Apple is even getting into the K-drama game now. They're first K-drama. Um, 
And I'm sure Jeff Bezos, not one to be left out. I'm sure Amazon is about to try to hop on that train too. So as you have all of these corporations, especially media entities that are coming into your culture, wanting to showcase your culture and the world is starting to take a peep in. Yeah. The shit that you, the shit that you kind of were able to cover up when it was just in country is not going to be in country anymore. And you've got to be able to find a way to deal with it. Like, you know, and the, the way, the ways you've always dealt with it, they're no longer going to work. Like it's just not. Um, it's like you, you got to be careful in the way you kind of open Pandora's box and also you know uh, another conversation we had the more and more people listen to hip hop and they hear the word it I think it's desanitized it for a lot of people who aren't black but every word has that every culture has that word that is okay within the culture, the way you use it culturally. And we as black people, we have our own history with that word. We have our own feelings about how to use it, when to use it, if we should use it, um, the difference between N-I-G-G-A and N-I-G-G-E-R and all of that kind of stuff. But it's our word. And when others use the word, regardless of how we use it within our own community and how we feel about it, we get very protect, protective, like, whoa, slow, slow your roach. Nah, you know, I had to tell someone the other day, that ain't for you. I know where you got it from, but that ain't for you, you know? So it, it, it's just like, ugh. But yeah, she knows not, better. But like, and what I say is this kind of opens the door because it's not just the N-word, but, you know, cultural appropriation is, is a huge deal. Um, and they've never had to deal with cultural appropriation in their music, in their music videos, in how they present their groups that um, come out. Even in their hip hop culture, um, cultural appropriation is a huge deal within their hip hop culture as well, because hip hop is based off of black culture in America. Um, but then it goes towards like their celebrities just across the board. The shit that you used to be able to get away with because everything was it just stayed within Asia, but now it's all over the world. Yeah, you can't do the same shit because we gonna call you out. We don't mm -hmm. even take it from our own celebrities and everything like that. Like women's rights and you know the beauty standards that they have, the unhealthy beauty standards that they have, the unhealthy, the unbalanced of the power dynamics within their relationships. It is crazy. And I'm like, and they're getting called out for all of that. And I'm just like, you, yes, enjoy the fact that BTS is as huge and they're opening the doors for so many of your celebrities and your stars and your musical artists. That That is fantastic and great. And the, cro you know, and the crossover game. But yeah, with it's, it's, it's amazing. But at the same time, that means that y'all need to reevaluate your culture because it's, I'll be honest, it's too conservative for what you want to bring to the Western world. You're, you're, you're too, you're not, and it's not just you just being conservative. You're like, you're back in the day, like you, you, you rocking this forties, fifties and sixties standards when we in 2021. Yeah. And that's not like fly. Like the whole no tattoos, and we talked about this before, you know, and, and the lady, and it's like, okay, but let him do it his way. Like he is now slowly but surely showing off his tattoos more and more. Um, the piercings that he has, you know, which is, is like, okay. And you say the hip hop culture. I, I love K-R&B and K-hip hop. Um, some of it is better than the bullshit we're putting out over here. But 
um, again, you do watch it because the first time I saw Bobby and why you mad, I'm like, why you, I'm mad because you got a grill and you got them braids in your hair like that, boy. Like, uh-huh. it's a great song. But performance kind of took away a little bit from me. Like, you can still be who you are. You know, you can, it, 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 it took away for a little bit because it's like, I don't necessarily want to see you emulating that part of it. Like, the music is great alone. Be who you are. You know, okay. So, now, granted, for Bobby, that actually is who he is because he grew up I, I in Virginia. Like, and, and, and before I knew that about Bobby, like before I, I knew, before I knew that Bobby was probably Caucasian. <laughs> you know, before I knew Bobby had that. Bobby's a little Caucasian. Like we we gonna take him. We'll take Bobby. Yeah. Be, before I knew Bobby had that uh, that universal uh, invitation to the cookout. <laughs> it was like oh but once I knew who, who Bobby was and I'm like oh that makes perfect sense you know I was like yeah never mind but <laughs> I, I, I just know when I first heard the song and I didn't know necessarily who he was I was like yeah that's doing way too much but so um, you know I guess it's the growing pains that, that comes with it um, you know uh, great responsibility and all of that kind of stuff. So we'll see how this continues to shape out and how um, they deal. They continue to deal with the growing pains of um, this new worldwide popularity um, and all of that. So um, do you have anything else? Any other kernels at the bottom of that bag you want to get out? I got three musical mentions. Can I do my mentions? Sure, of course. Um, so first, super, super excited about God 7 Mark. Um, coming out with his new single. Um, yeah, really, really exciting because so I feel like it makes us closer to them coming together for next year and doing a full album and the amount of like things they're going to be able to. They can hold a concert and really do amazing things with a concert. Seeing as how everybody's kind of in their own lane, um, so I'm really, really excited about that. Seventeen's um, new album, I love it way better than the last one. Yes, I can co sign on that. Yeah, like I've listened to it a couple times and every time like I'm I just find another song that I really, really like that I gotta add to my playlist. So I'm very, very happy um with what they put out this time. And, and then hold on, I'm, hold on, hold on. Before go. you go, um one thing I that was um in the news yesterday. Seventeen, they speaking of seventeen, they are going they announced this super immersive um online concert so uh stay tuned for uh updates on that and um i can't remember the date but it's supposed to be a big deal so i i am actually kind of looking forward to that i was like i've seen a bts concert so i might just have to you know plop down for um 17 i think that would be interesting okay so i there is it syncrasy with their choreography is amazing and I I love okay I just love 17 just because they're self-produced um they have a hand in every every part of what they put out there um in their choreography their music their style um you know so I would I'm definitely excited about that concert because just imagine like I'm sure they'll have a full hand um in that as well because that's the one thing even as they went under the big hit label um big hit did not like put their hand in you know what has made 17 successful and i'm really really happy about that they didn't try to like turn them into like you know bts junior or anything like that they just let them be 
Um, if it so ain't broke, great. just fix it. Yeah, I mean, if it ain't broke, huh? don't fix exactly. It. If you and you, you're sure, you're right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And Seventeen is not broke. Like they are continuing to put out really good music and continuing to be as successful as they've been. So really, really happy about that. And then last thing is Ed Sheeran came out with Equal. Uh. <laughs> I mean, oh. <laughs> Did we feel the same way about it? <laughs> well, I'm guessing you didn't like it, Eddie. Um, it was not. As a huge Ed Sheeran fan, I heard the rumors that it was not his best, and um, he's too uh, in love. <laughs> it's not even that he's too in love. It just, it, it, you know what? And I listened to it several times, and I, I, I was like. It suffered the cardinal sin. And in entertainment, what is the cardinal sin? Above being bad, it is being what? The other B word that no one wants to hear. I don't know. What is it? Boring. <gasps> what? Okay. Like the television. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was, I, what did you think about it? Did you? Um, I was excited, but I was, it was, yeah, it's but... a very, very, very acquired taste. Now I love bad <laughs> habits, love oh, yes. bad habits, but bad I was not a fan shivers? of shivers. Is is it shivers? Yeah. I liked shivers. Bad habits was the shit. Like bad habits gave me hope. Like I was like, yeah, yes. I like bad habits. I, I played over and over again. Um, cause that, that. I, I really had high hope based on the fact that I loved Bad Habits. I played it on repeat. Um, I got excited every time I heard the song come on from my playlist. Um, hearing it, it was lukewarm. Like, some of my excitement depleted um, after listening to the album. I'm not going to say, you know, it's horrible because it's Ed Sheeran and it's better than a lot of people that is putting out trash nowadays. Um, but, and I know you said, like, it's not the fact that he's in love, but I feel it. It was too many. It was too many love, love songs. It wasn't. It wasn't no fuck you songs. Okay. Well, some of his best hits, like Photograph, you know, have been love songs. So it wasn't even that for me. Yeah, but you just... know, those aren't my favorites from him. Oh, my favorites okay. are his fuck you songs. Oh, okay. Um, um, the ones that people people know, but he never put out. Because when I went to his concert. Um, that shows how big of a fan I am. I've been to an Ed Sheeran concert. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, when I went to his concert, like people were more excited about, I guess, his B-sides is what we would call them, than um, his main hits. Um, so, yeah. but Which is true. His B-sides are, his B-sides are amazing. And it, yeah. it's like, you go, because um, I, one of the best, oh my God, him in the weekend, the dark time, oh. I love that song. <laughs> like, love it. And I, they've never performed it together. And I'm just like, oh my God. But yeah, so, and I'm with you. I'm a huge Ed Sheeran fan, huge. I was so excited, especially from Bad Habits. And I, I actually, I even like Shivers, not as much as I liked Bad Habits, but I liked it. And then when I listened to it, and I listened to it several times, I listened to it back to back. And then I turned it off and I went and I listened to it again later. And 
I'm with you. It was lukewarm. I'm like, oh, okay. Like it was boring. It was something I could put on in the background and not one song would kept make me stop and go, ooh, what's this song? Like I gotta know this song, you know. And so yeah, it it equals was not his best. Um so Yeah, I mean everybody has to go through a slump, but um but overall not- I'll I'll take I'll take equal over some of this other stuff that's being put out. I I'll be honest. Um I'm not satisfied with the music um the music scene nowadays. I guess that's why mm. I'm still so fully engrossed in my K pop. <laughs> yeah. Um and I'm looking forward to seeing what uh Warner Bliss is gonna do another name than Asiatic music or whatever for their um Asian imprint, which is going you to mean be you for BTS? Huh? You mean do for BTS? No, Warner Brothers. They're creating um, a, oh, new, right. a new Asian it's, arm. It's called but you Asiatic. Said it was Asian hip hop, right? Or yeah, is it... Asian. It's going to focus on Asian hip hop and RB, but they still need to find another name besides Asiatic music or something, whatever they call it. That's kind of like, really? That's, that's, that's what imprint? Okay. So mm-hmm. um, we'll see how it goes. Um, they're probably going to try to give Jay Park a run for his money as the king of KRB and hip hop um, and signees, you know, because he, he has them all in his roster. But you should check out Hoodie. I, I did enjoy her EP, which dropped yesterday. So, okay, I did see uh, it. I, I did see. Um, it's a, pal- it, it's it a dropped, palette cleanser. It, dropped, it actually dropped on Tuesday. But oh, my bad. I just it, saw it yesterday. <laughs> but, it, you know, it doesn't, they don't do it on the Spotify list until Fridays. Friday, but, yeah. Um, yeah. So I did see that. So I do have to listen to um, Hoodie because I really do like her. Um, she's it's one of my favorite um, artists. For Ed Sheeran. Huh? It was a palate cleanser. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That's good to know. Good to know. Um, yeah. Especially, like, you're more music savvy than I am. So I can trust that. Um, what you say? Like, I think it's like only like really one album where I was just like, eh, nah, nah. Mm-mm, we're going to disagree on that. But we've yeah. been on the same page for the rest of them. All right. Well, you know, stay tuned because ooh, in November we got some good ones. Adele, yes, Adele. Oh, she coming, coming on out. a full CD now. Yeah. Well, of course she is, but I didn't know Silk. the release date was put out there. Silk song. Yeah, she's coming out. Oh, gosh, it's relatively soon. I have to check the date. Probably by the time we do our next episode, we might be talking about Adele's album because I know that will make a list. Um, Silk Sonic is coming out. They they pushed their release date up from 2022 to November. So they'll be out in November. And there was one other big one. I know you're not a big fan, but Taylor Swift is re-releasing her Red version, uh, her version of Red, Taylor's version. And that was probably one of her better CDs, I think. I loved it. Uh, that was, for, um, those of you who, for those of you who keep it count, that's the Jake Gyllenhaal CD. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> if, you're going by X, if you're going by X's, that's the Gyllenhaal CD. <laughs> Mhm. Because you know that's how you got to you got to jug it. Um, Adele is coming out November. Ah, uh, okay. So, all right. Well, so maybe not this next episode, but the next one. So the next two episodes will have a full Adele conversation. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. And Go Easy so, has been blowing so up all excited. the charts. I'm hoping Easy we're not disappointed. I don't think we will. Easy on me has been blowing up all of the charts. So we'll see. I know you weren't just, you liked it because it was a deal, but you weren't just blown away by it. But we'll see. 
All right. Well, that does it for this week's episode or this episode of The Rewind. Please be sure to listen, like, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and or Spotify Podcasts. You can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment and pop culture news, as well as other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness at the wind down at the popcornwindown.com. That's it. That's the plug. Pop, pop, pop. You know what? One quick one. I had gotten a sound machine. I got a sound card and I was looking forward to hooking it all up. And then I hooked it up and it can't even work. So I'm still working on that popcorn sound effect. Are you serious? Did you really? Yes. Okay. So I got to send it back and get another one. So we'll see what happens, you know, since you, you know, I I have to take you to court still, but that's okay. (laughs) I'm going to do it for myself now. All right. But anyway, thank you as always. And until next time, I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Peace out. Bye.